Hey listeners, and welcome to the Kinky Boys podcast. Today it's just going to be a nice intimate chat with just you and me as I talk through a much asked topic, musk. Firstly, before I get into things, I would like to take a moment to thank our patrons. Over the last month we've gained quite a few new followers and subscribers, so I'd like to thank Matthew O'Mara, Deco Verry, Brian C and The Hairy Hypnotist. You guys all make this show possible and ad-free. If you'd like to get an episode a week early, please sign up at a £1 level. And at a £5 sponsor level, you'll be thanked on the show just like these guys. So, let's get down to business. Musk. So, simply put, musk is an overarching term to refer to being attracted specifically to a person's scent. Now, it's a broad term that's actually a bit open-ended. A common problem I found when talking to people into musk is they can be into guys from just being a bit sweaty to guys being full-blown, never shower, walks around smelling like a trash can. So I think it would help if we narrowed it down into subcategories. First up, there are the people into daily musk. These guys go in for men who have just got back from the gym or have been out all day and not showered. This tends to be noticeable but not unpleasant. A strong natural human scent. Next, there are people into the kind of strength um, that comes from being sweaty or not showering for over a day. This tends to be stronger and if around the armpits, it goes from musk into BO. However, it can also be achieved by wash, by washing but wearing the same article of clothing, like underwear or socks, for a few days running. Then finally, there are the guys into, well, what's best described as stink. They are into people who have a really powerful pungent smell that would be offensive to people not not into that sort of thing. And these are kind of people who never shower for like weeks on end, possibly months, possibly never, you know, some people are into that. Um, So it's very important when like bringing this fetish up to discuss what sort of level you're into and to make clear what goes too far for you or not far enough, and just clarify what sort of scent you mean by that. Musk can not only be about scent directly off the body, but it can also focus on articles of clothing, typically underwear or socks, which carry the build-up of smell. Obviously, these smells are quite intimate ones, dealing with the genitals and feet, which some people find as intimate as the genitals. And it carries that same sort of effect, essentially. Musk as a fetish has always intrigued me, especially because I have it, but also since human sexuality tends to be mostly focused on visuals, we fetishize body parts or the idea of power dynamics. So I love the idea of a fetish revolving entirely around its own sense. Of course, while scent can be its own turn on, the same way visuals of a body part like some butt or muscles or bellies can be, there also seems to be a cultural association with masculinity. In much of the porn for musk, which is mostly written as musk doesn't trans well, translate well into visual mediums, 
These tend to lean into cultural associations between body odour as a sign of masculinity. Some from the viewpoint that as a result of physical labour and activity, both which are coded as masculine pursuits, and the others that caring about hygiene is coded as more feminine. Now, of course, these are societal constructs that don't match up to real people, like real life. Um, But I always find it fascinating how these cultural narratives get wound into our sexualities. And that something as neutral as scent can be incredibly gender-coded in this way. It, It fascinates me, but I really get into that sort of thing. So... Now that we've gone through a bit of the psychology behind it, I think it's important we also look at the science behind human scent, because that will help us with in our play so much. Firstly, let's talk about BO. We all know BO, body odour, is when the scent from certain glands in our body, typically the armpits, becomes unpleasant. Most people assume this is simply because of all the sweat has gone stale, However, the real culprit is a species of bacteria that feed on sweat. As these bacteria eat and multiply, they start to put out a rather pungent odour of their own. Regular use of soap and deodorants um, prevents them. However, interestingly, daily long-term usage of soap and deodorants actually makes the bacteria build up worse over time because it makes the skin more hospitable to them. This is because the species of bacteria that produce the most noticeable smell thrive when your skin pH balances off. It's acidity and alkalinity, which the continual use of soap and other products will do. If you wish to avoid BO and stick with a more natural human scent, I recommend avoiding using soap and just flannel scrubbing. It does work. And I speak from experience. I used to have a rather strong body odour, naturally. And after I stopped using soap regularly and just started scrubbing with water um, and stopped using deodorant, my natural scent or musk actually decreased. I've had a few complaints from my boyfriend that he misses how I used to smell. The other thing, of course, is replacing deodorants, which if you're doing anything like pit licking or worshipping taste awful anyway. So the best way to replace them is um, with alum salt crystal. Uh, You can get this at like crunchy health food hippie stores but I believe a few like mainstream pharmacies are starting to stock them as well and they're literally just a block of crystal you rub on like it's a salt crystal not a uh, quartz like a proper salt crystal and you rub it on while your pits are still wet and let it dry and that keeps your skin at a pH that the bacteria can't grow in and it doesn't taste foul. It has no taste and it makes licking pits much easier and much nicer. Trust me, I speak from experience. Now, the other big scientific question around scent is that of pheromones. Do they exist for humans? So far, no true human sex pheromone has been found. Not in the same sense other animals produce them, at least for mating. However, several auxiliary steroid candidates, that's sort of a class of um, steroid hormone that your body produces, 
several of these um, have been shown to kind of nudge our perceptions of people, which has dubbed the McClinock, McClintock effect, named after the um, person who researched this. Which, and these are un- currently under ongoing investigation. So, in men, the biggest candidate for this sort of effect is Androstione one. I'll put the spelling in the show notes because I don't think I pronounced that right. It was found when picking... So, as an experiment, they got lined up women and asked them to pick out the friendliest looking uh, photographs of men. And all the women noticeably picked up the photographs coated with androstenine, whatever it's called, um, reporting them as feeling that the people in the photographs are probably more friendly and expected these men to have warmer personalities. So we know it can play a role in picking our sex partner and nudging us, but we don't know how big a factor that is in our overall decision making. Now, there are plenty of products on the market that claim to have bottled pheromones, and if you put them on before going out on the pool or looking for a sex hookup, they will increase your chance of success. These products pop up every so often, and the truth is, A, you have no idea what's actually in them, if they've got, even if they do contain the right ingredients, if they've got an active amount, or three, even if it will not being your own scent actually work the way it's intended. This is basically what you get for every like beauty product where it contains extract of so-and-so, which does so-and-so. Like Most of the time it's a negligible amount that doesn't really add any value. So just be aware if you come across any ads promoting this. The science is not yet settled and it needs more research. Okay. So let's get down to the really fun part. Let's talk about using scent and musk in play. The wonderful thing about scent is that it can be the main course, if that's your thing, or just an entree to help create the mood. So it can be an active part of a scene or a passive addition to a scene. When in close, intimate contact with someone, picking up on their scent while you're there feeling their body heat as well just radiating off them can just add that extra something to a session that just drives you wild and gets you right into the right headspace be it animalistically or lovingly or subby depending on what it does to you and you know, it can add extra to a scene, but as I've said, and what this podcast episode is about, is it can be the main event. In a sort of power exchange play context, worshipping a dom by licking his pits, his crotch, his ass or feet can be a really hot, involving session that provides a huge physically intimate act while showing a big display of submission for the top and the effect of getting the taste and the smell whilst in that scene and subspace can be incredibly intoxicating for the bottom. I'm going to go into a personal favourite memory of mine. 
and it's this scene that has always stayed with me. It was where one of the doms I used to regularly play with um, used his scent and taste of his body as part of like sort of Pavlovian training. Um, so he would make me lick and breathe deep from his crotch, his pits, his balls. And while this was going on, and this was ages, like it was a long night. Um, but all the while I was having to do this, um, I was being endlessly, endlessly edged. And I was incredibly horny to the point, you know, where you like your brain fogs up because you can't see past your own like libido, libidinous need. Um, but all through it, I just kept having to lick and taste him. And this went on for ages and again and again. Um, and I had to focus all my attention through this horny fog on him. The end result was for a long while, anytime I got a nose full of his scent, it would put me right back into that headspace. And it picking great for, and it, and it makes this really powerful, like, sensory trigger for subspace. And, you know, I urge people to try this out. It's really fun. But it can also be done on the flip side with scent being used to control the sub. So a dom can instruct a sub for when and when they can't shower, and also how long they need to wear items of clothing. Again, jock straps, socks, that sort of stuff. And this gives part of a sub's life that is a very intimate and fundamental part over to a dom who can exert this sense of control over them through it. Um, a lot of people I know have sort of a set jock that they're told to wear, like every workout, and just keep building up the set, sorry, the sweat and the scent in there day after day and that they're quote-unquote forced to by their dom. And you know, these items full of scent can be used later in play. Uh, in bondage, like it's quite common to have a sub force to have a smelly item of clothing stuck over their face or stuffed into their mouth and taped over. That seems to be a very popular one with people. And of course, you get the scent and the taste while you're essentially immobilized and you've got this sense that you're forced take it in again you can pair it with a gas mask hose and just have it so the scent surrounds you and you can't get away and it creates this sense of powerlessness to it and this all contributes to the headspace that you know subs are often after i mean if there's anything i've not said here and because you know people's imaginations are brilliant I would love to hear more ideas how you can use scent in play because this is just a beginner's course. So there's a lot of ways you can incorporate scent and musk into play and as usual on this show uh, we are going to talk about safety. Now musk as you might expect is a very low risk activity. I mean what no one's going to choke to death and die on licking a pit at least really hope not 
Um, but there are things you need to watch out for. Firstly, uh, social stigma. You know, we live in a society where hygiene is important in social interactions, um, and particularly in the workplace. Uh, most employers have it written into their code of conduct for employees that they need to display a decent level of hygiene. So if you come into the workplace smelling noticeably stronger, um, you can be pulled up by your manager on this. And people have lost their jobs for poor hygiene. So just keep in mind um, when you're planning to do this with like a dom or just because you enjoy having your own scent, just be aware that that can be a ramification and you should try, probably try and work around that. You know, make it a weekend thing or a time off thing or hopefully you're a job these days where you can work from home. So who knows? Just keep that in mind when planning to do this. The other thing... And we're going to get gross here. The other thing is if you're not cleaning off your sweat or wearing the same clothing day after day, that's pretty good um, soil for fungal infections to take hold. So yeah, fungal infections are an unfortunate risk. The most common, which is collo colloquially called jock itch, officially known as Tiena curis, is an annoying skin condition which is basically from having sweaty balls or crotch or pits. Um, it can be treated with over-the-counter cream containing clotrimazole. I think I pronounced that correctly. Um, but it can also be quite a pain to get rid of um, completely. So it's best just to not let it occur in the first place. So if you are having to re-wear sweaty bits of clothing, frequent washing as soon as you're done with them is a wise move. So say you have the previously mentioned enforced gym jock. Once you're done with your workout, put that jock in your, in your gym bag and go hit the showers. So, you know, that would be a wise move. And just be aware this sort of stuff can happen. You know, life is not a neurotic novel. Unfortunately, things get in the way. But overall, if you're careful and you don't overdo it, this can be a wonderful tool for adding to your toolbox and just expressing yourself and just adding that extra something to play. So I've really enjoyed talking with you this through this. Um, and I would like to hear more, like if I've missed anything or people have ideas or want to talk about their experiences, you can write to our email, uh, Facebook or Twitter, which are all in the show notes. The show now also has an official Mastodon account, uh, which you can find us at kinkyboys at woof.group. Now I'd like to thank the admin for letting us have what is essentially a commercial page on his server. So thanks for listening, and as always, hope you have enjoyed, and play safe.